Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. My name is Lloyd and I want to thank you for joining me today. This podcast equips and encourages you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in Him because it's in Him that we live, we move, and we have our being. And we're continuing the talk about how to raise up leaders, teachers, preachers, and world changers. This is Life to the Fullest podcast season two, episode four, and I really believe that Jesus wants us to have life to the fullest. That's why we made this podcast. We believe that you can have life and life to the fullest. Listen to these words to us out of John chapter 10, verse 10 in the Good News translation. Here's what the word says. The thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life life in all its fullness. And this Life to the Fullest podcast is fueled only by you. We don't have anybody that's sponsoring us. So for me to for me to just take a moment, I just want to say thank you guys so, so much for supporting this podcast and making what it is today. We have over 1,100 downloads of this podcast. We have a 1,000 plus followers across all of our social media platforms so you can be sure that we are growing every day, everywhere that Ignite Life KC is present. So don't forget to click the links in the description box to follow us on all of our social media channels today. I really believe that it is the duty of anyone and everyone who is a believer to raise up the next generation. You know, as people who follow the way of the master, we are called to make disciples and raise up people who are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And so in today's fast-paced society, we are constantly being reminded that we should be looking out for our replacements. But how do we truly do that? I believe there are timeless principles throughout the Bible that can help us to know how to raise up the next generation of apostles, pastors, teachers, leaders, and world changers. There are timeless principles that we need to embrace so that we can raise up the next generation. So today's timeless principles come to us out of 2 Timothy 1, 3 through 14 in the NLT. And I want to read to you the word today. So here's what the word says. It says, Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that the same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength that God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. 
He did this, not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. And now he has made all of this plain to us by appearing by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. This, that is why I am suffering here in prison. But I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust. And I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. So let's break these verses down and find seven principles that we can use. To follow the Jesus way. Number one, Paul thanked God for his for Timothy and his ministry. It says, Timothy, I thank God for you. The God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. So Paul, thank God for Timothy and for his ministry. It says it right there, I thanked God for you. And he says, in addition to that, that he prays for him. He constantly remembers him and prays for him. And that he longs to see him again. Number two, what does he tell him? He says, I remember your genuine faith. So Paul also remembered Timothy's genuine faith, which was first found in Timothy's mother and grandmother. Here's what he says. I remember your genuine faith. For you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. So Paul remembered Timothy. He thanked God for him. And he prayed for him. And then he remembered the faith that his family had. What a legacy of faith to have a family that is full of faith and God's power so that they might see God move in their community and in their city. Where was, where was Timothy stationed at? He was stationed in the city of Ephesus. Ephesus was a strategic Roman city known for being a very bad city, but God did a move of God did a move of his spirit in that city and they saw many come to Christ because of the ministry of Timothy. I can't remember what Ephesus is known for right now, but um, I think it's because of all. Yeah, it was. I think it's because of all the temples that were in Ephesus. So you know there was temple worship there, and Paul was like, um, "Yeah, we need to establish a gospel presence here in the city," and he used Timothy to do it. So. That is why he reminds Timothy to fan into flames the spiritual gift that God gave him. 
because God has given him his Holy Spirit, which produces power, love, self-discipline, and not a spirit of fear. So he reminds Timothy, stir up your gift. Look at what Paul says to Timothy. He says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. So this was the time when Paul laid his hands on Timothy and he prayed for him that God would anoint and empower him to reach the city of Ephesus with the good news gospel of Jesus Christ. A city that was full of idol worship. They wanted to see a move of God in that city. And so Paul prays for Timothy. And then he reminds him in this letter, stir up the gift. Why? Why should you stir up the gift? Because when you do, it produces power. It produces love. It produces self-discipline. And that's what we need in the world today. We need some Holy Spirit power. We need some love like Jesus loved. That self-sacrificing love that says, I will lay down all my rights and my life so that God can be glorified and his kingdom come in my city for my good and for his glory. That's the kind of power that we need in our lives today. And we need self-discipline. We need to stop acting a fool and calling ourselves Christian. Yeah, I said that. We need to stop acting a fool and calling ourselves Christians because Christians don't act like fools. We need to act like Jesus acted. We need to live like Jesus lived. And we need to have discipline in this ever-increasingly wicked world. That's right. The world's not getting any better. And we are the salt that seasons the earth and brings people to Jesus. Come on, somebody. So Paul then encourages Timothy to never be ashamed of the gospel. Listen to these words. Never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. So the power, the love, and the self-discipline produce a witness that allows people to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Come on, somebody. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength that God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. So we need to never be ashamed, but know that we will suffer for the sake of the good news. And then Paul explains the inside out, upside nature of the gospel and living the Jesus way. It says, and this is what he says, for God saved us and he called us to live a holy life. That's that inside out, upside down nature of the gospel. He saved us and he called us so that we can live a holy life, that self-disciplined life that I just talked about. He did this, not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time. And it will be his plan until the end of time that every person will be saved. But because of the grace of Christ Jesus. He didn't do it for us. He did it because of the grace of Christ Jesus. When Christ Jesus stretched out his hands on the cross, he said, it is finished. God's grace has been poured out to me so that we might live and live for all eternity. And now he has made plain, 
made all of this plain to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death. Jesus broke the power of death. And what did he do? He shined a light on life and immortality through the good news. Everybody in this world is searching for a way to have life forever. They can use science. They can use technology. They can use whatever they want, but it will all end in futility. The only way to life and immortality is through the good news of the gospel. You can try it every other way and it will not work. You can upload your consciousness to the brain for all I care, to the to the to the cloud for all I care. We don't know where technology is going to go, but we know that if we accept Jesus, we know where we're going to go. I'm sorry, but that's my little that's my little spiel on that. People have tried for so long to find their way to life and immortality. Jesus breaks the power of death and he lights the way to life and immortality. How? Through the good news. You have to accept the good news into your heart. Believe it and confess that Jesus is Lord and you will live forever. We're going to live on forever, but not in the way people think in their futile minds. We're going to live through the power of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Paul then goes on to show Timothy that anyone who chooses to live the Jesus way will not be immune to trials, trouble, or persecution. Listen to this. He says, And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. That is why I'm suffering here in prison. But I'm not ashamed of it. For I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. What is Paul entrusted to him until the day of his return? His soul. Paul knows that Jesus will hold him close until the day of his return. Why? Because he believes in him and he follows him. He's an apostle and teacher and a preacher of the good news. This is the gospel. This is the good news that men and women and every person might have life and life to the fullest through Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Lastly, Paul reminds Timothy to stay faithful. He says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me. A pattern shaped by faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives in us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. So he reminds him to hold on to that wholesome teaching that gospel good news teaching live the pattern that is shaped by faith in Jesus Christ live the pattern of love that is shaped by Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives in us we have to guard we have to carefully guard that truth that has been entrusted to us that men and women and every person might be saved through the power of Jesus' name. So I want to pray in the name of Jesus that you will stir up the gift today 
that God has placed into you, that those spiritual gifts that you have might be used to reach your neighbors and the nations for God's glory. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will be used greatly for the glory of God, that you might see God move in your communities, in your neighborhoods, in your cities, that people might know Jesus afresh and anew today in Jesus' name. And we pray for this. We're asking for it. We're believing for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hey, I never like ending a podcast episode without giving you the opportunity to say the salvation prayer. So say this salvation prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, that just about does it for me. Do me a favor before this podcast episode ends. Get over to my website, ignitelifekc.com. Go ahead and click that Go ahead and click that website tab there in the description box and visit my website today. Tell me where you're listening from. Are you listening to this in Missouri? Are you listening to it in Kansas? Are you listening to it in California or New York? I want to hear what state you're listening from. I want to hear what city you're listening in. I want to hear what podcast platform you're listening on. Are you listening to it on Apple Podcasts? How about Spotify? Are you listening to it on Google? Where are you listening to my podcast at? Maybe you're watching it on YouTube. Maybe you maybe you clicked on your YouTube app today on your on your um, streaming device and you saw my podcast there in the in the feed. Tell me where you're listening from because we're on YouTube Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon. We're literally everywhere and we want to know where you're listening to us today. If you could do that, that would be great. While you're on my website, join my mailing list. We're building a mailing list right now and you can get in on it. If you want to join the mailing list, just click that little chat bubble below, join my mailing list. That will also give you access to our insiders group on our Ignite Life KC website. That's right. We know some people aren't on social media, so we have an insiders group right there on our website. It's ignitelifekc.com insiders. And you can join that today and support us in just another, another way. So it's time for me to go. I've got to get up out of here. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. What's the website again before I go? IgniteLifeKC.com. Thank you guys so, so much for supporting us. It's time for me to get up out of here. I've got to go. Peace.